0: Worf is done dirty in The Next Generation, but he's done really well in Deep Space Nine. We'll, talk,
1: th- about that in yeah, we'll talk about that Yeah, we'll talk about Deep
0: Space Nine in a different episode since this is our The Next Generation episode. So, next person on our list is Jordi LaForge.
1: So Jordi has a cool glass that yeah. lets him see in a different spectrum or something? He
0: can see in any other spectrum besides like the normal spectrum. Mm. So he can see like infrared, ultraviolet, like a lot of other stuff and because he has that because he himself is blind yeah so it's a nice like disability representation as well which is another cool thing about star trek right they star trek gives pretty good representation over a large variety of like races and cultures Mm -hmm. and Dory is the chief engineer like, he doesn't start as the chief engineer in season one, but then season two and onwards, he becomes the chief engineer. And he's mm-hmm. the guy who's like, man, the ship's breaking down mm-hmm. all the time, but I'm somehow keeping this place together with duct tape and super glue.
1: Yeah, a lot of made up words and um, a lot of scenes where he has to fix the issue last minute or Mm -hmm. they'll all blow
0: up. So when I was a kid and uh, I heard about TNG as a child, the person I thought was the coolest was Geordi LaForge and I knew nothing about him but I just assumed he could shoot laser beams from his eyes like Cyclops Cannon, X-Men
1: because he has a cool set
0: of glasses yeah they were the coolest set of like vi- that visor is the coolest looking thing ever yeah. that's what I thought as a kid I was like oh man and plus like the actor was on, on Reading Rainbow so that was fun oh yeah yeah, yeah. I love that
1: show like the voice and... yeah
0: and Jordy's like a nice guy Yeah. Know? he is he's not he also is not in action but he also gets like he is also like the nerd of the ship yeah Though know, he has some really awkward moments um there's the episode where he's trying to learn more about Enterprise as a ship Mm -hmm. so he uploads the hologram of the ship's architect which is like this attractive young woman and he starts like flirting with her
1: yeah he falls in love he falls in love with with her
0: yeah Yeah. and then like He meets her in real, in real life, yeah. and he's like, "Oh shit, I'm like in love with her, but I haven't actually talked to her." And I think it's funny because he even realized that, like, "Oh, this is a problem." Yeah. You know? And then she finds out about the hologram, and it's like the most awkward moment where he's like, "Oh no, <laughs> oh no, Jordy, please."
1: Yeah, it's like seeing a stash that a guy like you know, like if he's you know videotaping you in secret or yeah. taking pictures. Of you that's really
0: yeah creepy. and then also like she's married too so like, yeah she's, like, she's she like says like she's even reconsidering her thing of like hey let's be friends and she's like ah uh, no, no, no no not <laughs> even
1: friends yeah let's cut this and make it very professional and in
0: the end yeah, they do I think they do become friends but yeah, yeah. it's it was a oh, very awkward moment for Geordie
1: and also, um, if you've noticed, Jordy doesn't have stable relationships. Yeah, he doesn't get Like any romantic relationships. relationships.
0: Yeah. and yeah, I mean, you because you have, like, Riker for, like, all the whole, like, r- relationship flings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's something about, like, you know, like, media culture that portrays, like, nerdy characters is, like, not as desirable yeah or like
1: incapable of being masculine or being attractive to women yeah because there was a scene where he falls in love with a black woman Mm -hmm. on this like she lived on a satellite yeah and and then even that didn't end well, right? You know, so I, that was um, kind
0: of sad. But at least Jordy and like other show, like you know, because Jordy appears like in the future, and they're like, oh man, Jordy's such a cool like up upri- high-ranking captain. Mm. He like runs his own ship. So at least there's that thing of like, yeah, cool. Jordy is like being a cool cap. You know, like Jordy's like growing up in the world. So I think that's at least cool. And yeah, and Jordy is. Everyone just seems to like Jordy. He isn't like the most popular character, Mm -hmm. I think. But I don't think anyone has any like negative feelings about Jordy.
1: Yeah, he doesn't have episodes where he becomes evil.
0: Yeah, though he does have... The episode we were talking about earlier, that is quite questionable (laughs) of an episode. (laughs) There is a lot in TNG where you look at the episodes like, this is kind of a weird episode. (laughs) You know? Like, it's... This episode, there people forget that while the highs of TNG are really good, mm-hmm. TNG also has some pretty bad lows. Yeah, you know there are some, there are a lot of bad episodes in TNG.
1: Yeah, but you stick with it because you're like, oh, they'll redeem themselves in the next episode. Yeah.
0: And it's TNG leaves the foundation for like other good Star Trek series because Mm -hmm. I think uh, other people like look at TNG and they're like, okay, we've learned lessons from Mm -hmm. the next generation what not to do, what not to do, and what to do. You know, Mm -hmm. so let's learn from those lessons.
1: Yeah, ways of telling story. Yeah, and keeping the audience engaged. Mm -hmm. Um, Georgie was also a good mentor. Yeah To Wesley
0: Mm-hmm And then also, Geordie um, was really great friends with Data Mm-hmm I think that was another standout thing where, like, you know, him and Data were really close friends And Geordie would teach Data about, like, how to be human Mm-hmm and that was like another memorable relationship. And that's another thing too is T and G, like everyone's such great friends with each other. You know, they play poker with each other all the time, mm-hmm. they go to each other's like recitals and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, like they, everyone goes to Dave's recital and they're like super supportive of him. Yeah. Man, I wouldn't be able to go to like all of my friends like rec- if they had recitals. <laughs> I'm like, man, okay, I, I, I know you're doing a recital, but I can't make it this time. But yeah. then like TNG, they seem to just like, oh, you're having a recital, let me drop everything and go to it. And so for our next character, let's talk about La Troy
1: the Betazoid.
0: The Betazoid Empath. She is the ship's counselor
1: mm-hmm. and
0: she has the special power to be able to sense people's thoughts up until she can't.
1: Yeah, <laughs> when it is crucial for her to know what someone else is thinking, she won't know how to do it.
0: Yeah, that's, that's the only problem with Latroy, and I think it's like a problem with a lot of female characters written in like the 90s or oh, 80s yeah. is that a lot of them just aren't written well that's
1: true whenever the ship counts on them they fail
0: yeah and huh. another thing too is like you know like she spends six of the seven seasons with like this really like low-cut you know like this low-cut mm. v-shirt you know v-shirt and she's not even wearing like the normal uniform yeah, that everyone else is wearing and it isn't until like season 7 where like they get a new captain and you know we're seeing this captain we're supposed to see him as this guy who's like he's so rigid and he like the crew hates him and he doesn't like the way that the mm-hmm. enterprises run and one of the things that he does says to um to Latroy is hey I need you to wear the standard issue uniform right Yeah, and I think that's like supposed to be the thing that like oh like we're supposed to hate that but then <laughs> Everyone actually likes that. Like, everyone actually liked the fact that, like, she wore the normal standard uniform.
1: Yeah, and they were, like, surprised that they liked it, too.
0: Yeah, and then, like, I think the actress herself liked Mm. wearing the uniform, too, because she's gone on record saying that at the time, um, there was, like, a rule in Hollywood where if you were, like, the sexy character, you Mm. couldn't be intelligent. Mm. And. That hurt that probably hurt like her character too, because mm-hmm. like up until season seven, she doesn't go on any of the ground missions, right? yeah, but like once she wears on the full uniform, she's mm-hmm. allowed to go on the ground missions because she stops being the sexy character, right?
1: yeah, it, it is an interesting topic about you know, the whole respectability mm-hmm. you know re- it's called respectability politics, where people are expected to dress up and speak a certain way in order to be uh, taken seriously mm-hmm. and if you speak and act in a way that's considered professional quote-unquote then you get promoted it's very beneficial like you can see the difference of you being more quote-unquote professional acting and getting like progressing to toward like across your career right um and it's kind of something that's not fair for the female gender yeah you know because um there's studies about how throughout your career in management and beyond the look of women counts for or against them depending on how they conform to beauty standards yeah versus for men it doesn't matter what they look like mm-hmm up until ver- the very top like if yeah. you're the very top you have to at least you know like dress well right and lose a bit of weight mm-hmm.
0: so another thing that we see with the troy is that she like picard respects her a great deal mm-hmm, mm-hmm. she's just like sitting right next to picard yeah like you know like picard has Riker in his first seat Mm -hmm. but the other seat side of picard is the troy yes and it shows like a lot of picard's character of Mm -hmm. how much he values her being Mm -hmm. like right next to him and being able to like navigate these like political situations that they're going to because picard's first thing is let's talk yes but in order to talk I also need to know like what they're feeling and the mm-hmm. Troy is like a good person with that and I really wish that the show kind of respected the Troy mm-hmm. in that manner I believe it did It did? It's just
1: at the same time it sexualized her
0: Yeah, and then Troy has the worst episodes yeah. dedicated to her Because Cringy. a lot of it have the damsel in distress where mm-hmm. she's like being sexually assaulted Mm By all these creepers
1: Yeah, creepers of all races
0: Yeah, and entities There's the first episode in season 2 where a space ghost impregnates her Yeah And then she gives birth to a child And she's like, no, I'll keep the child and raise the child It's like, okay, Troy, okay, I suppose so And she gives and the baby starts growing at a super accelerated rate And then like dies in an instant Yeah Like not even like a week, I think
1: yeah, and then when it dies, this, it turns into a spirit and yeah, then and it, it thanks her for raising it and is just like, Oh, I, I just wanted to experience, you know, life. Yeah,
0: and then it's like they I'm never like, okay. talk about it ever again. Yeah, you're like, oh, this is such a weird episode. Yeah. All of those episodes, like I usually like fell asleep during those episodes. Okay. And I'm like, oh, I don't want to like, these episodes are terrible. Yeah. And then, like, she has a friendship with Beverly, the other ship's doctor. Mm-hmm. And it's usually kind of like the stereotypical, like, you know...
1: Female friendship. Female friendship.
0: Yeah. Oh, let's talk about hot guys. Yeah, let's, let's do, do yoga. yoga. <laughs> <laughs> They're always yeah. doing yoga or, like, some sort of, like, exercise. Oh, another Troy character qu- uh, character quirk is she loves chocolate.
1: Yeah, she she can just, like, have chocolate as a meal.
0: She has a problem she is like addicted to chocolate
1: yeah whenever she goes to the mess hall she's like um let's do chocolate
0: <laughs> yeah and, like you know like it's seen as like oh it's it's just a woman thing you know? yeah 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 and like none of them none of like troy like you're eating a little bit too much chocolate you think yeah. you should like cut down she's like no <laughs> <laughs> no way <laughs> i, I want to see like an alien species made out of chocolate and then like you know like car is like, Troy, Where are these chocolate beings saying? And she's like, I must devour them. <laughs> <laughs> I want that to happen so badly.
1: Yeah. Uh, um, let's see.
0: Oh, she has like a relation. She kind of has like this whole like relationship with Riker throughout yeah. the series. Where it's like, will they, won't they? Yeah, and on and off. On and off. And it's weird because like, um, at least from when we were watching TNG, we haven't watched any of like the TNG movies. But we see that like, you know, at the end, um, Troy and Worf get together but apparently they like break up and break up and then in the movies Troy actually marries Riker mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and so it's was like and I always felt like in the series they're like Riker and Troy were like yeah we were together but it doesn't work out between us
1: yeah she went with Worf because Riker just couldn't commit yeah he's like the typical player guy who's just like oh let let's just see how it goes you know Mm -hmm. but she wants to have kids yeah and you know with women you don't have you know you have a limited amount of time where you could get pregnant and have kids who are healthy Mm -hmm. you know like we need to have it before we're like in our late 30s yeah
0: but then there's also alien like there's also like that's true i guess science yeah, it's a sci-fi technology, you know.
1: Yeah, that's true. Maybe Betazoids can like mm. grow old and still have kids, but yeah. but like what like what's his name? Ranker. Yeah. He, let's see. He's a philanderer. Yeah. Like he can't stay with one woman at a time. No, he's like sleeping with like another woman like every
0: episode. New new woman every episode. Don't and you know every
1: race of alien. He's he's
0: probably gotten every single alien S T D in the planet. And you know, it's like almost like a callback to like the original series because Kirk in the original series Mm Also, is like a womanizer oh, okay. who sleeps with like every alien species imaginable.
1: Kirk, you know, um, I know we're not supposed to talk about the other shows, but he didn't appear to be a womanizer in,
0: in the Discovery. Movies. Or Kirk? Right? Didn't, no, Kirk didn't even appear in Discovery. Who was that? Um, oh, that was
1: Pike. That was Pike. Oh, never mind then. Yeah. Okay, so I guess he's he's a womanizer.
0: Yeah, Forever. Kirk. Kirk <laughs> is definitely like a super big hardcore womanizer. And yeah, and I guess we're talking about Riker now. But yeah, Riker <laughs> is the captain's first, uh, the first mate. Mm-hmm. He is like the second in command. So, and he unlike the captain, the captain's supposed to kind of distance themselves from the crew, mm-hmm. but Riker does the opposite as the second command where he's, you know, he gets to know everyone. And Riker, he's he starts out the series as like, you know, going up against Picard. And Picard, mm. that's what Picard wants. He wants a first mate that doesn't just listen to his entire words. He wants like a conflicting yeah. voice and opinion. And then, but you, you know, Riker ends up just being like, Oh, Picard, like, I will follow you till death, you know? Yeah. And then, Riker in the first, like, season, he's, like, very ambitious. He wants to be captain. Mm -hmm. But then, like, you know, later on, you you see that, like, he's actually turned down a lot of requests for him to be captain. Mm -hmm. So he can be the first mate on Enterprise. Yeah. I think that goes to a lot of saying, like, how much he respects Picard. Mm -hmm. And how much he likes the ship Enterprise. Yeah. But yeah, he is also the character who sleeps with everyone. Yeah. Every episode, new woman.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. And it's... It is, I think, a product of its time,
1: That's you have true. the character
0: who's like, you know, who is the player. Because I feel like playboy characters nowadays are played like, what are you doing? Why are you like sleeping everywhere? You know, mm. it's not as like glorified as it once was. Yeah. I mean, I think it still is, you know, you still have the yeah, characters yeah, around, definitely. but it's like a different, it's a different vibe. And yeah, he has a friendship with everyone on the crew, like, you know, he's friends with Worf, he's close friends with Worf, yeah. he's close friends with Data. Worf? Yeah. Did you say Warf? Yeah,
1: Worf. Oh, yeah, until, Warf. not until the, the end. The end, things get awkward they,
0: between the two. They
1: became enemies, like, we needed to have, okay, so at the end, um, they become enemies because Latroy was like, okay, I'm, I'm just, I'm I'm giving up on this. I'm going with Worf, who has always liked her, Mm -hmm. like, throughout the whole show, you can see how he's, like, very... This feeling that he's into Troy, Mm -hmm. but then she doesn't know that.
0: Yeah, despite the fact that he's able to read emotions. I know, right? (laughs) Yeah, and then, like, Worf, I think, I mean, like, I don't even think that Worf even knew he liked troy right mm. he's always because he's like so in his like klingon weeaboo thing where he just thinks oh i only like klingon women too mm-hmm. and then like yeah. in the end i think there are a couple major things i think Worf goes through a time loop yeah yeah and then like in a lot of those where he like finds out that like he's dating troy mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then he like that kind of like feels like yeah thinking back on it i have a pretty good relationship with troy Mm -hmm. And she's always been there for me. She's helped me out, like, being my father. You know, like, Mm -hmm, mm. learning how to become a father and me understanding how Alexander's mind works. That's true. And so, yeah, I actually really liked their relationship, like, Troy and Morphe's relationship. Mm -hmm. I'm really sad that, like, they didn't do anything with that because they just give um, Troy to Riker. And -hmm. I always thought that Riker and Troy, like, weren't that great of a couple.
1: Yeah, I mean... They did both have a lot of attraction towards each other. Yeah. It's just... She... You know, because I feel like the show was not fair to her as far as like... Riker could sleep with a lot of women and have relationship with other women. But she always stuck by him.
0: Well, she did she, did she did. have all, like, you know, she did, like, even though there are all those creepers, she did reciprocate a fair amount of those creepers as well. But they were all creeps. Yeah, they were all creeps.
1: So, <laughs> <laughs> it kind of made it seem like either she has to end up with a creep or with Riker. Like, yeah. it was, those two were the only choices. Yeah, she had.
0: that's true. Ah, uh, I really wish Troy. Troy is kind of like one of those things where you look at TNG and you know you just wish. I wish they did do better. And then let's talk about.